never, ever take your team for granted. And I did that wholeheartedly with Caden. Today, our team can tell me anything they want. They can be creative. They can be innovative. They can speak out. They can tell me honestly what they think. And they can share with me feedback. They can help me get better. They can push me out of my comfort zone. And I'm okay with that. The old Marcus, no, don't push him out of his comfort zone. Let him just stay in there, make money, be an asshole. That's Marcus Ogden. Today, no, like push me. If you don't like something, tell me. Tell me why. How can it be better? How can we do it more efficiently? How can we get better systems in place? Welcome to the Rising Leader Podcast, where being a high achiever doesn't necessarily equate to being an effective leader. Let's check to see if you're in the right place. If you're rising through the ranks of your organization so fast that your leadership skills need to grow as fast as your responsibilities, you're in the right place. If it seems you need different skills to lead your team or lead from within a group of talented, competitive peers, you're in the right place. If you're looking to become a trusted advisor to the CEO, you are definitely in the right place. So now that we know that you're in the right place, enjoy today's conversation. Before we begin the show, I have something for you. The Rising Leader Handbook will be published in January of 2024, but you don't have to wait. Go to my website, www.markjsilverman.com and click the red button. There you can get an advanced copy of the executive summary of the Rising Leader Handbook. And in the same place, you can get a free copy of Only Tens. I'd love to hear your feedback. Now on with the show. A few weeks ago, I was on the uh, Marcus Ogden podcast, Get Authentic. And we had a great conversation. I really enjoyed myself. What I really enjoyed more than being on a podcast and being interviewed was getting to know Marcus and getting to know his story, getting to know who he is, what he cares about. Even though I was being interviewed, it was more like a conversation between two people who have never met, who have dissimilar backgrounds, but were kind of kindred spirits. And I just, I fell in love with the guy and what he brings to the world. So I said, dude, you should be on my podcast. We can talk to my people about what you've learned. So he's here today. Officially, he's played in the NFL for over five years as an offensive lineman for the Titans, the Bills, the Ravens, the Jaguars. And on the offseason, he trained football players in Europe. So he lived, breathed, eats a elite athleticism. He, he, he and his brother have been in the NFL. He's the founder of Ogden Ventures, LLC, which is an elite brand specializing in inspirational keynote speaking for major corporations and organizations. He does co consulting and coaching for business professionals and executives. He's also the exceptional host of the podcast I just mentioned, the Get Authentic Podcast. Marcus, thanks for being here. Thanks a lot, Mark. How are you doing today, my friend? I am doing amazing because I get to talk to you. So I am really curious. I, I, I was curious when I got on your podcast. You're this, you're this athlete guy. Like you're the manly man guy. You get up and you speak about leadership and business and all this stuff. Why authenticity? Why do you have a podcast called Get Authentic? Mark, so many people I feel are fake or trying to be phony. And a lot of times people want to make it seem through social media that everything is good and glamorous and golden. And I wanted to have a podcast to get the real, authentic, real, true version of people's stories, right? Because people need to hear this. 
because a lot of times people are afraid to open up about their struggles, their life, their problems. And when others start to do it, right, Mark, it creates that type of tribe. People say, yes, I've made mistakes, but I can get my life back on track. I made an error here, but I'm going to get myself back on the other side of the track to do better tomorrow. So I wanted something to help people understand, right, Mark? That's because you've made a mistake in life doesn't mean your life is over. Right. Those things only come from personal experience. So why is it important to you to bring that into the world? Because that's my story. I mean, I lost everything in 2013, went bankrupt, lost everything that I owned, home, cars, money. And I had to start over, right, Mark, in 2013 from complete rock bottom. I had $400 to my name in April 2013 when I moved to Raleigh. So for me, now being successful as a speaker, coach, consultant, author, podcast host, brand ambassador, all those things, it's a blessing. But my life was not glitz and all glam and all easy. And I had to endure a lot of things to get where I am today. So so your most popular keynote is the ego mistake from eight figures to 825 an hour. And I love that. When I talk about my story, I don't, I'm talking about being homeless and a drug addict and alcoholic is so much easier for me to talk about then becoming a millionaire, and then stone cold sober, destroying everything and having to build it up. Like so, the other was not my fault. This I did. So, so you talk about that. You were by the world's standards ridiculously successful, and then mm-hmm. things happen. So, can you can you give us that origin story? Yeah. So the company Caden Premier Enterprises grew from a startup to an eight figure year business in the concrete and the dirt work business. We call it site work division of construction in Baltimore City and the state of Maryland. We were the number one contractor, African-American MBE certified own, which is MBE Minority Business Enterprise. We were certified and we were crushing it. And all the jobs and people that there was no, there was a MySpace, but there was no LinkedIn, there was no Facebook, there was no Instagram, there was no TikTok, there was none of these things today. There wasn't no podcasts or any of that. So you had to go and meet people, right? Mark, the old fashioned way. Hi, my name is Marcus Ogden. I'm the CEO of Kane Premier Enterprises. Nice to meet you. And we worked and I worked tirelessly and we did build a great company. But unfortunately, right, Mark, we talk about leadership and helping others to kind of scale up. The only person I gave a damn about was myself. That's it. All I care about was Marcus. Marcus this, Marcus that. Give Marcus money. Give Marcus fame. Give Marcus notoriety. Give Marcus women. Give Marcus alcohol. Give it all to Marcus. And that's all I ever asked for. And I got it more than I ever could imagine. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, God has a saying, if you don't respect me and success, I will take it away. And in 2013, Mark, he took it away. And when I moved to Raleigh, kind of like the Baltimore Colts leaving Baltimore, going to Indianapolis in the middle of the night and packed up the Mayflower trucks, that's how I packed up and left Baltimore. I packed up my 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 two cars that I had, what I was able to carry. I, I hired a moving company, got the stuff out of there, got down to Raleigh. And within a week of moving here, 
Both cars were repossessed in the same day off of our rental, off our lot, off of our driveway. Mm. And I had to start over again from complete rock bottom. So let's start, let's start with emotionally. What was, what was that like? Cause you know, again, you're, you're a marquee name. People, people know who you are. So you do this publicly, then you build a business and now you, and you go to your family and I'm sure you, I'm sure you were not humble when you showed your success to your family. Now you're, you're this guy. How did you deal with that internally? Oh, it was, it was, it was a nightmare. It was a Freddy Krueger nightmare on Elm Street every night, which is why my first book is called Sleepless Nights because I never got any sleep. I was constantly up. How did this happen? Also, I was working my second job as a custodian as well. So I was working a lot, trying to just make ends meet. And I was really understanding that, Marcus, you are the one that put yourself here. You're the one. You're the culprit. You're the one who made the mistake. You're the one that did all the extra work without a signed change order. You're the one that did all this incorrectly. And so it was really a self-reflection period for many, many months until September 2013, when I had my rock bottom moment as a custodian where somebody's trash and rotten meat and nasty protruding garbage got all over me. Right, Mark? When that happened, that was my time to say, okay, enough's enough. You need to get this together, right? All the self-reflection about what's happening internally. You're trying to find people to blame and you're trying to say, someone come and save me and poor Marcus and poor victim and da-da-da-da. No, Marcus, that's not going to work. That's not going to get it done. You're the one that screwed up. You're the one that made the mistake. You got to fix it. Nobody's coming to save you, big boy. Let's get it up and get going. That was the minute I said, okay, Marcus, accountability, need to get it back. Responsibility, got to get it back. And I just started the train from there, Mark, going down the tracks, trying to be a speaker in September 2013. So my guess is your your speaking early on was very authentic about what you had gone through, which is which is how you started to build this credibility. Because you can't you can't like go from being like custodian to an elite speaker without telling that story, right? Is that what is that what yeah. you started with? Yeah, I did. But interestingly enough, because I was so arrogant, thinking, "Oh, I'm a former NFL athlete. Oh, I went through this hardship. They're gonna love me. They're gonna book me all over the place." Tony Robbins was a janitor. Look at him. Oh man, yeah, I'm gonna roll this business. I mean, I've seen all these guys: Tony Robbins, Brendan Bouchard, all these Grant Cardone. Like, I can do what they're doing. It's just gonna be easy peasy. Yeah, no. First two and a half years, Mark, not one paid job, not one. And what I learned in all that, that I know today, right, Mark, is that it's all about the value that you give to people, right? The offer was being made, but there was no value after the offer. So as a result of that, nobody paid me anything. I got my first paid job. Then I got coached, I got mentored, I learned the business, I learned how to bring value and behind the offer and to have value even exceed the offer. Then more bookings started to happen consistently. And that's what really led us to a larger platform, a larger opportunity, and where we're at today. And very fortunate to be here without a doubt. But again, even like I tell everybody, everybody has to start from somewhere. And we started, though, a little over 10 years ago, right, Mark, at the complete bottom. 
Nobody handed us anything. I know this comes from such a deep, authentic place because I'm tearing up just listening to you because I hear your words, but I know what it took to create this new version of market. And it and the whole get authentic thing makes so much sense now because my guess is as you integrated all those different versions of yourself authentically, that's when your speaker business also, when your consulting business, everything took off because now you're fully who you are. That's why I love being on your podcast. So now that I got your origin story, let's switch gears. So you 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 drove a business into the ground by being arrogant and self-centered and uh, not leading. Uh, now you're building a new business. What leadership skills have you taken from all those lessons, from the sports, from failing, from building a new business? Big, biggest lesson I've learned, never, ever take your team for granted. And I did that wholeheartedly with Caden. Today, our team can tell me anything they want. They can be creative. They could be innovative. They can speak out. They can tell me honestly what they think. And they can share with me feedback. They can help me get better. They can push me out of my comfort zone. And I'm okay with that. The old Marcus, no, don't push him out of his comfort zone. Let him just stay in there, make money, be an asshole. That's Marcus Ogden. Today, no, like push me. If you don't like something, tell me. Tell me why. How can it be better? How can we do it more efficiently? How can we get better systems in place? How can we grow better? How can we be more efficient and not waste time, right? All these things, right? I have a phenomenal team that I pay monthly for their help, and they're all awesome. And everybody does what they're supposed to do. I work with everybody. I'm now creating a strategy going into next year. And I'm looking to hire somebody to help be like the marketing person for one part of my brand. I've got a great person doing the podcast, great person on my online partnership with his name is Victor. Now I'm trying to find somebody on the other side, another leader, a strategic executive senior leader I can work with and then have the team that does really well when the strategies laid out what to do. And then from there, everybody can work towards getting to that next level. So what I basically learned, right, Mark, is listen to your team and never take them for granted. Mm. How were you as a teammate uh, when you were in sports? Oh, great teammate. Oh, awesome. I mean, as an offensive lineman, you have to be because it's five guys working together to protect the running back, the quarterback, and move the ball. So if you're not a great teammate as an offensive lineman, you won't work. And so it's kind of like it's five guys, sometimes six if you have a tight end, working together in one unison because if we don't work together in one unison somebody can get hurt so you lost that when you went into business you knew you understood that when you were in sports when you went into business it was all about you it wasn't all about me in the beginning it became all about me when i had success and i wasn't ready to handle it Mm. that was the problem because in the beginning i was all about the team my partner my people It was awesome. But when I won an award as the minority contractor of the year at the end of 2011, that's when it became a problem. Because that next year, 2012, I became unbearable. I started to believe the hype. They were saying in the paper, the awards, and I actually still had that award. And I keep it in my office to remind me, never again will I get like I got after I won that award. It literally is hanging I don't, God has a sense of humor because I don't even know how 
or that stayed with me. I mean, I knew when I wanted, but through all this time, I moved from Baltimore to Raleigh, moved from one rental to another, from one rental, was going to buy a house, moved from that, moved from that rental to my in-laws at the time, was supposed to move to our brand new house. That fell through, moved back from my in-laws, back over to the same rental, went from the rental to a townhome that we bought together as a, as a couple, went from the townhome to a two-bedroom apartment after I filed for divorce and had to leave in November, and went from a two-bedroom crappy apartment to my dream home. And literally, Mark, that plaque, that's the only thing I have left of Caden. That's it. That's mm-hmm. it. That plaque. And that plaque reminds me, wow, Marcus, that is the war that cost you your business. So I hang it in my office to remind me, never, ever get complacent in business ever again as a leader. Mm. So I, I work with people who make ridiculous amounts of money, are celebrated for, you know, for just being high achievers. What are the warning signs that you're losing sight of what's important on your team? When you stop listening and you start making excuses for when people bring you ideas. Mm. When you start saying, oh, that makes sense, but how about this? I like this better. Oh, that, that makes sense. I, I want to go this way and that way, right? You start making excuses because you don't want to realize and own that your team really knows it better than you do. Mm. And But again, a great leader, that's what a great leader does. They bring in great people that know the business better and allows you to be the overall creator and help everybody move the needle forward and not about you having to always be right or be the one that comes up with the idea. And that was who I was. And I was just such an arrogant butthole, man. Like <laughs> trying to tell me something. I, I just didn't listen. So though know, if you're if you're not listening as a leader, that's the first sign that your ego is getting in the way. Wow. Okay. So had, for, for me, when I, when, I, when I think about this, it really is kind of shoring up your self-esteem, your self-worth, know the value that you're bringing to an organization because I, I watch people falter when there's people on their team that may actually be more talented than them at what they did, right? And now your, your job is now a leader. It's not to be as talented as them at the thing. It's now to, to, to take those, those absolute weapons and point them in the right direction, give them the support that they need. How did you find the wherewithal to, to, to humble yourself to listen? Create an alignment around a unified vision and never, ever forget that you are not better than the mission and or the team as a leader. If you keep that thought process, Mark, everything will work out just fine. I love that. Something something bigger than you. you're all working towards something bigger. It's I, I, I'm reminded my friend Teo Alfaro runs a wolf sanctuary and he and he taught me that there there's there is an alpha pair of wolves. But wolves wolves take turns leading. The best hunter in the pack leads the hunt. The each 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 wolf has its own skills and it leads when it needs to and the alphas take a back seat in the in those particular tasks. So the survival of the pack is the most important. I also think about like value when someone someone called me yesterday and he, he was having trouble making a decision. 
So I reminded him of his values. Who do you say you are? What are the values you live by? So he stated those. I said, how does this decision fit in there? He goes, well, this is the decision I need to make according to my values. Done. Right. It's no longer a personal want, all that stuff. It's, oh, this aligns with my values. So that's what I hear you saying. Am I close? You're 100% on, right? When your values are aligned with your vision and how you want to live your life, that's when great things start to happen for you going forward. So, okay. So question, people come see you speak. People listen to your podcast. What, what impact do you want on people? When, you, when, when you're done with all this, what do you want people to say about you? I want people to know and to say that Marcus Ogden was an individual that shared his experiences, his highs, and more importantly, his lows, so that others don't end up making the same mistakes that I did. That's what I'm about. I work with my clients, I speak, I coach, I consult, I podcast to help people avoid my mistakes, my guest mistakes, to help them live the best life possible. That is to me what it's all about. This is this is why you and I are such kindred spirits. Right? I made the mistakes, I crashed and burned, and I just, you know, I want to show people where the potholes are so that they can right. stick around them, don't, right? Don't, don't end up like me. Don't end up bankrupt, broke, almost homeless, losing your home, both cars repossessed, almost uh, looking at homeless shelters, get ready to look to move in because you couldn't have enough place to live, going to the food pantries, running from creditors, having all these things on your docket. Yes, don't be like me. Be better than me. Oh, yeah, only 100 pounds probably separates you and me. <laughs> so if people want more of you, where can they find you? Great question, Mark. They can go to our link, www.marcusmarquess360.com. And also you can go to our, our website, marcusogden.com, or you could just go to our app. We have a new app called the Marcus Ogden app. You go to your Android or your Apple into your uh, app store, type in Marcus Ogden, and our app will pop up. You can follow some of our, our exclusive content. You can listen to some of our podcasts. You can reach out to us. We have some downloadable workbooks you can do on the program, on the app. Go to our app, connect with us, or go to Marcus360.com or to our website, MarcusOgden.com. All right, we're going to put all that in the show notes so nobody has to go searching for it. The podcast really is special. You have conversations with people I've seen on other podcasts, but you have a different conversation and you did that with me. I just appreciate who you are, what you bring to the world. Marcus, thanks for being on this show. Thank you, Mark. I appreciate it, my friend. To everybody else, this was inspiring to me. I hope you enjoyed it. I love you a ton. Have a great rest of the day. Thank you for joining today's conversation. If you got value, please share the episode, give us a thumbs up, write us a review. And if there's a topic you'd like us to cover or a question that you have, send them my way. Look forward to connecting on the next episode of the Rising Leader Podcast.